0: The Fanatics pod where we're on watch 40. 40, 40 thank you. Um, because of our scuff recording setup last week, I don't have the file on my PC, so <laughs> I got a, i got a little confused uh preparing this. Aya, how are you doing?
1: I'm gay. What? I know every time right no pretty every good. Time. Just got done with a pretty good day of work. Uh, I've had a really, really nice week with my partner. where I've been away on holiday and Today's my first day back and everything hey. was really nice and I had a great I had a great mental health uh vibe going on and everything was fucking phenomenal. And then I sat down to watch Catwoman for the 40th time. So oh. you tell me, Tim, how am I doing? Uh <laughs> I mean for the most part good. Where'd you get to? Uh I didn't I didn't go anywhere. I stayed at home, but it was just like um Ah, it's just a staycation. Like, well I don't know, staycations vacation's when you like you you go on vacation but like stay local, right? Yeah. Uh I, I, I just literally stayed at home, just recharged. Um you know, explore the local area a little bit more than I usually do. Yeah, pretty nice. How about you, Tim? How are you doing?
0: Yeah, fine, fine. I've had the day off work. I mostly went grocery shopping and played Guilty Gear.
1: Puggers. Uh, oh, you're back on that. Let's go. We'll talk about I, that later. Yes,
0: yeah, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, uh, I'm, I'm here to watch Catwoman. And I had uh, the very sudden realisation that the last thing I'm going to do in my age 30 is watch Catwoman.
1: Is it your birthday tomorrow?
0: It's my birthday next week. Oh okay. Um, and the the night before my birthday is recording day.
1: <laughs> That's very funny.
0: It's very funny, and I can't do any other night that week because I'm traveling the week after. This is very funny. It's super funny. Uh, do you have any objectives this week? Um,
1: you know, Tim, I thought about it, and no. Good, me too. Yeah, like objectives for this movie, just like. Okay, so the problem is, people have probably realised, the ones that we do are a little bit forced, and the ones that are like character focused, like the one in The Fanatic, are just significantly harder because there's a, a smaller range of characters who are on screen for more than 10 seconds. And I don't know, is it just me or does it just feel like really hard? It
0: feels difficult because the characters that are here, yes, there's less characters, but they're also not as interesting.
1: Yeah, like there are three, maybe four. Uh, push interesting characters that we could actually do things with, and it's just yeah, it's not. I'm not vibing with it. I'm really no. not.
0: No, uh, only twelve more weeks though after this, so let's get on with it.
1: Let's get one. Okay, into the new. Uh, oh no, you didn't have to. No, Tim, you, do you Batman. Remember when,
0: do you remember when he was in Hunt Down the Freeman? <laughs> There's no way. Was he? He, really? play, he played the president, and he was like, "My fellow Americans." As a fellow American, I have to make the hard decision to surrender to the Columbine. God bless America. <laughs> like, is that a real thing? Yeah, it's fucking real. It's really stupid.
1: That, I, um...
0: It's the funniest fucking thing. He, he gives no uh, no,
1: no, 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 no. The funniest fucking thing is Pickle Rick.
0: Oh, yeah, sorry. That's the funniest shit I've ever seen. You are, right? Yeah,
1: funniest shit I've ever seen. But it's it's a, it's a close second, Tim. I can see that's probably a close second.
0: All right, I'll show you it once we're recording. <laughs>
1: Yeah, man, let's do it. All
0: right, cool. Well, we'll see everyone in an hour and forty.
1: Tim, do we have to?
0: I really don't want to. Quite frankly, I've I've got Johnny combos to grind. So well, you can
1: you can do that while we're watching.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much gonna be my plan. To be
1: honest, <laughs> uh, I I have Voonscape skills to grind because I don't have my new hitbox still. So when's that said to arrive? Uh, one to five weeks, and I'm about two weeks into that. So oh, okay. So uh, uh, any, at worst, any, three weeks. Yeah, any time in the next three weeks. Oh, fine. Okay.
0: All right. All right. Well, let's uh, catch back up in an hour and 40, everyone.
1: See you soon, friends. Bye. Back to the Fanatics podcast. Myself and Tim just got done watching Detective Pikachu for the fortieth time. All right, Tim- all right. <laughs> Tim, uh, vibe check. How are you doing?
0: Uh, well, I think we watched very different movies, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, one of us watched Detective Pikachu. Well, It was my bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you- Tim, how do you, how you doing? The- do you want to tell the audience what happened? Uh, no, that's either you can tell them or let it lead up to their imagination.
0: All right. Well, I'll, I'll just let them know. Um, I I have a number of movies that I've bought on YouTube. One of them is Detective Pikachu and it's also where we watch Catwoman and I clicked Detective Pikachu by mistake and the Warner Brothers logo came up so I thought everything was fine. Then I got spooked by the Lionsgate logo and was very confused for maybe... 10, 15 seconds? It
1: uh, took 30 seconds until Tim was like, this is Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was not a proud
1: moment for me. I which have means, vibes, thoughts? Which, well, this means that I've watched the first 30 seconds of Catwoman one more time than you have at this point, so we should maybe do that at some point. Um, yeah, I mean, I also uh, watched the fanatic one
0: more time than you did before, before we did uh, the ac- Yeah, but
1: I've also watched it three times since then. So. Have you actually? <laughs> yeah, oh, with god. various other people just to like... Oh my god. Like- I, oh, yeah. made,
0: I made a fanatic reference while I was on holiday.
1: Oh, okay. Tim, before the vibe
0: checks, what was this fanatic reference? So my brother and I, I think we mentioned this in the preamble, my brother and I and my family went uh, camping in Wales. And uh, it was fun, but not at all relaxing. <laughs> um, yeah. But we're sat out by our tents with a fire and we're looking up at the stars. And I was like trying to identify constellations. I was like... Do you know what'd be really handy is if Mum had a star map app, and I was like, "By do I no star map app." <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> like there is a, a star map app, though. There is, but like a, a cold shudder went down my spine when I said yeah. it.
1: Yeah, that would have that would have eaten me alive. Um, yeah. God Yeah. All right.
0: I... Um, thoughts, feelings, go.
1: Uh, yeah, I feel good. Um, it's been a. Uh, it kind of washed over me a bit this week. I'm um, not gonna lie; I was struggling to focus on it. Glad I didn't set an objective because I wouldn't have got it done if I did. Um, yeah, Tim, how are you, feeling?
0: Uh, yeah. Also, didn't really focus because we have Johnny combos to grind.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I I'm going to be
0: completely transparent. I had Catwoman on one monitor and uh, Guilty Gear on the other. Um, but I did still get our usual games done, so I, I made sure to get that done.
1: I mean, yeah, I had Catwoman on one monitor, Rooscape on the other, but one one of those requires significantly less attention than the other one. Yeah. Um, so Tim. Uh, did you notice anything new this watch? Uh,
0: uh, Pikachu was more in the movie than I originally thought. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's significantly more Pikachu this week. huh? like weird. I, I don't recall seeing much of him like at all in Catwoman, and then this week he was just like everywhere. Do you know what I also noticed him? What's that? Less Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, really I, weird. <laughs> it's so weird, dude. Yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> there was something you noticed, and I don't remember what it was. I noticed. Yeah, you, you pointed something out and I don't remember what, what it oh, was. Okay,
1: no, so it's um I, I spotted a potential plot hole that never gets truly explained. Oh yes. Yeah, with so yeah, so um for for reference, when Catwoman gets arrested, uh, which is a scene we've already done for the scene tweet, um, Tom Lone is stood in her apartment already holding her gun. And it's like, oh, okay, um, Clearly he's found it in her apartment or something, I don't know, because he knows that it was it, it was her that should have it. It wouldn't have had fingerprints or whatever because Catwoman wears gloves. So he's in her apartment holding this gun. No gloves, by the way, just holding it as so if he's going to shoot her. His prints are all over it now. And then he arrests her there and them. He just fucked that evidence yeah. right up. And, and I was trying to find some kind of explanation as to how he knows the gun is in her possession, how this is, leads anything to her, and... The only thing I could think ever was, okay, you must have found the gun in the apartment while sleeping around one day. But this week I watched it, and she leaves the gun after um, Laurel tries to frame her. She leaves the gun in the mansion. Like, she drops it and runs. So how Tom Lone got a hold of that weapon and linked it to patients is something I don't quite know or get.
0: No, me either. It's... um. And the only thing I can think of is that uh, maybe Laurel gave... No, even then, Laurel wouldn't even have a fucking clue La- at that point.
1: Yeah. And also, Laurel doesn't know it's patience until much later, because she's yeah. surprised when patience reveals it. Um, uh, by the way, in the worst ever unmasking of all time, we'll get I to mean, that. I I guess the only other way is with the sorry handwriting and the lipstick print. Like, yeah, okay, so he was already suspicious of her, but those two things alone wasn't enough. Like he, for him to like arrest her, like he had kind of just coped. Like the gun was the the final thing, right? But I don't know how he actually ever connected it to her. It's, it's, I don't know, because it, 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 he he says it was saw in Catwoman's hands, but never seen it. Like he never says it was seen in Patient's hands because it wasn't. It it's just, it just fucks with me. I don't know where the connection is there, and I would like an explanation on that.
0: Again, I feel, I feel like it's more to do with the um. The, the sorry handwriting and the kiss makeup, because he'll have seen the sorry from Patience when she gave him the coffee, and the sorry from the bag.
1: Yeah, yeah, but this is all stuff that he looked at before, and was suspicious about, had analysed, but then didn't act on because it wasn't enough. No, but... So the gun was clearly something additional to that, right? Yeah. Either either way, why did he take the gun to her apartment then? Yeah, that's <laughs> also very stupid. He, he should
0: have probably just arrested her and done his job.
1: Yeah, like the gun should have gone into evidence. Like if the gun wasn't a huge part of it, that should have just gone into evidence. And he should have gone and arrested in his job. It's just so weird. It's just a weird, weird, like it's it's the worst kind of checkoff smoking gun, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's fucked, it's fucked. Um yeah, I didn't notice that. Anyway, Tim, do you wanna do you wanna do you wanna play a game of who's taller? Do,
0: do I? Because we've got a Who's Taller Bumper Edition this week. Bumper um, Edition. Bumper Edition. Uh, Alex, please play the theme music for Who's Taller. I genuinely forget what it is now. Who's
1: Taller Bumper Edition. Specifically yeah. that version. There you go.
0: Uh, I've lost my notes. There they are. Um, right, who's taller is a game where we establish that uh, Halle Berry is uh, five foot four, and um, I is going to guess whether or not the people that I am going to name, people or objects, I should say, uh, that I am going to name, are taller or shorter. Uh, you are allowed to Google these people if you don't know who they are, and uh, I suspect that there's going to be a number of them that you won't. Um, there is one tying theme that I think you're going to get straight away. Uh, but the only thing you can't Google is their height, of course. Okay, cool, cool. Number one, Gordon Ramsay. Uh,
1: he's taller. Correct.
0: Uh, we have got uh, Jamie Oliver, <laughs>
1: okay. aka the Salad Shagger, <laughs> uh, aka the Naked Chef. Was that a name he went by? That, that, that was his thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, <sighs> he's got to be taller than her, right?
0: He's five foot ten. Uh, Gordon's yep. six foot two. By the way, Gordon's but my height. Um, Bobby Flay.
1: Uh, not anyone recognize. Let me just Google his name really quick. Bobby, I guess it says exactly how it sounds. Yeah. Oh, I don't recognize him at all. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that he is taller, though.
0: Correct. Uh, five foot eleven. We're,
1: do- we're doing celebrity chefs, by the way.
0: Correct. Uh, I'm gonna give you an extra point for that. I'm keeping score this week. Um, okay. Anthony Bourdain. He's dead now.
1: Anthony Bourdain. Uh, he looks taller.
0: He is. he is six foot four, or was six foot four. Tall, man. Very, very tall. Uh, Nigella Lawson.
1: Uh, she, ooh. I can't really tell from looking at her. Um. Okay, this is purely, I guess, I'm going to go ahead and say she's taller.
0: She is taller. She's five foot seven.
1: Okay, cool. Emeril Lagasse. Oh, my God. How do you know all of these?
0: Uh, I went on ChatGBT and asked for Celebrity Chef Heights.
1: <laughs> uh, he looks shorter.
0: Uh, he is six foot two.
1: What God he is he? He doesn't look that tall in his pictures.
0: Rachel Ray, uh, taller. Uh, shorter, five foot uh, three.
1: I didn't, I didn't even Google who, I just guessed. <laughs> Wolfgang Puck, taller. Yes, five foot eight. Guillermo de Laurentiis, shorter. Correct.
0: At um, uh, five foot two. Sorry, I've marked your Rachel Ray down one as correct when it wasn't. Alton Brown, taller. Correct, six foot. Guy Fieri the man Go the myth F-
1: Guy Fieri is like 20 foot tall dude he's definitely taller of course you be yeah, spot on um, <laughs> yeah Ina Garten uh, shorter correct do you know Ina Garten no nope. <laughs> I've been I've been guessing for the last like five or six aside like from Guy Fieri of course um, uh, yeah since Rachel Way, I've known none of these Heston Blumenthal taller correct uh,
0: Padma Lakshimi. Uh shorter no taller uh, lame Uh, I was in such a role there. (laughs) I know. Uh, Marcus Samuelson. Taller. Correct. Six foot three. Uh, Ainsley Harriet. Oh, Ainsley's got to be taller, surely. Yeah, he's fucking massive. He's six
1: foot six. Jesus.
0: Uh, Carla Hall. Shorter. No, taller. Um, Curtis Stone. Shorter. No, taller. How many
1: celebrity chefs exist?
0: Anna Burrell. Taller. No, uh, yes. Five foot eight. Uh, And Jose Andres. Taller. Correct. Five foot eight. You got uh how many? Of them? That is one, two, three, four, sixteen out of twenty this week. But I'm and and an extra point for getting. Point of... yeah, yeah, I'm gonna add the point on for celebrity chef. That's,
1: that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Given that, like, I just stopped googling them after I googled two. <laughs>
0: uh, are you gonna go and watch any of these chefs cooking? No. No.
1: I, I like Gordon Ramsay for the drama. I. I care nothing about, like, actual food preparation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My girlfriend and I have been, are on a bit of a Hell's Kitchen kick right now.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen every Hell's Kitchen. I'm not in it for the food.
0: <laughs> it, no, it, you're there to watch people be uh, kind of backstabby and do grotty things in a kitchen. We just I'm got to done... watch
1: Gordon Ramsay yell at people. It's funny. It's mm. so deeply funny to me.
0: We watched the episode the other night where the girl gets the spaghetti out the bin. Oh god, I remember that. Yeah, that was that was so like I know she only put it on the top, but that's still fucking gross.
1: There's actually a story about that, um, and she actually like gave like an interview in a newspaper about it, and she was like, "Yeah, so the producers of the show told her to do it." Uh, like as, as it was all happening. Cause like there are obviously are producers off camera and stuff and whatever. And like people trying to make, keep it entertaining, you know? Sure. Um, and one of the producers, like while it was happening, was like, yeah, just take out the bin and put it on there. It'll be, it'll be good TV. And she was like, no, that's bad. And they're like, no, just do it. It's fine. It's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll look after you. We'll cover you. So they, she, obviously she did it and it became like a massive drama thing and it made good TV. And uh, she then gave an interview and she was like, yeah, so they just told me to do it. And then Gordon fucking yells at me, as he should have, because that was a bad thing to do. But I was just doing what, like, what basically my bosses were telling me to do. So, like, that was a thing she was told to do by, like, the the showrunners and not something she actually wanted to do. I would fucking Um, refuse. That That would tank your career as a chef. There's a uh, which is why she came out and did a news article about it. And there's a similar story um about one of the women on Hell's Kitchen who she claimed that um, what is it that if you uh put hot put, if you boil cold water it boils faster than hot water, um which isn't true. She's no. she's thinking about how if you freeze hot water it freezes faster than cold water. It's um, true. I guess it's yeah. a lack of
0: oxidants in the yeah,
1: water. Yeah, th- there's, some, there's some science in it. I don't know the science, but... Yeah, she was like, yeah, I, I was boiling cold water because that's that's faster than boiling hot water. And Gordon was like, you fucking numpty. That was another one where like, the 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 has uh, told her to do it. It's There's lots of little things like that that kind of break the magic for you when you start leading oh, yeah. into it. Don't get me wrong, there's
0: a lot of, like, you know, a lot of string pulling in health, yeah. Kitchen. Like, when the guy collapsed and Gordon was like, I'm sorry, Aaron... You just can't come back to Hell's Kitchen. Aaron's like, yeah, but uh, Chef, I really want to. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: it. it, it like they, they also want good TV in it. This is a really weird Hell's Kitchen episode of uh, of uh, The Fanatics here. Tim, want to play another game? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> There's a scene in this movie, Tim. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Patience Phillips has been locked up and she's in her cell and she's sat on the floor crying and, you know, she can't really get out. And suddenly, <gasps> in the window, she sees a cat. Midnight has come to visit her and she's like damn you didn't bring a key you could have brought a key and then she realizes something. Tim what does she realize Tim? She's a cat. She has cat powers Tim and what's one of the powers of a cat? They're literally liquid and she gets her cake out and slips out of that uh, fucking jail cell but she just like literally slips through the bars of the jail cell. It's so Um, not secure. No, but also, like, dude, her fucking ass in that shot. Like, they didn't know what they were doing. Uh, uh, the Petof uh, knew what he was doing there. Yep. Anyway, Tim. <laughs> you have Shards one you, tweet- Please respond to my messages. <laughs> you have one tweet to describe this scene, Tim. What is it, and why do I already know? You ju- Just say it. You already know what I'm going to go for. <laughs> Cat in the wall, huh? <laughs> yeah? Okay, okay.
0: I know this game, but I want every single O replaced with the tongue-out emoji. <laughs>
1: oh, fuck you. The, the yeah, sweating so it- one. I think we've told the story on the podcast before, but um, just in case we haven't, there's a scene in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Charlie discovers there's a cat in Dee's wall because cat can flatten themselves down and go to the seams of walls, apparently, yeah. according to his belief. And he's like, cat in the wall, huh? Okay, okay, I know this game. Now you're talking my language. Okay, bring me up to speed here. And every time we watch that scene, it just reminds us, like, the, the scene in, this scene in Catwoman, it reminds me and Tim of that scene from Sonny, and we just, like, do cat in the wall, huh? To did each I? other, and it's, like, it's really stupid. Did I tell you that was in one of the new Spider-Man games? Uh, you did, yeah. He's like, um, last cat her? Huh? Okay, okay, now you're talking my language. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a
0: really, like, neat little funny reference.
1: It's a very funny reference.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, anyway,
1: yeah. Do you want to do the Cat News Power Meow? Do you want to go to Cat in History? Uh, let's do the Cat News Power Meow. Pause for thought. Uh, Whisker on, whisper on, whisper on the vine. Yep. Yeah. Um, tall, tall tales. Yep. Yeah.
0: Uh, have you eared this. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alex, play the theme.
1: Ba-ba-ba. Ba-na-ba. Ba-na-ba-ba. Um, ba, <laughs> it's um, the A-team now.
0: Missing Sunderland cat found in engine bay 40 miles from home. <laughs> okay, I need to hear this story. A missing cat used one of its nine lives when he was found 40 miles from his home in a car engine bay. Charlie, a five-year-old rescue cat... a yeah, Charlie. Yeah, no. Uh, disappeared from his home in Grangetown, Sunderland on Sunday morning. He managed to sneak behind the grill of a car before hitching a ride to Walkworth in Northumberland. Owner Carroll says he was very lucky to survive the journey without suffering any injuries. When the family noticed the cat had gone missing, Mrs. Carroll's daughter began searching the area, calling out his name. But after several hours, they took to social media, posting a picture of him along with a plea for any information to, uh, for anyone with information to contact him. The uh, the kids were scared for him. My youngest just kept asking, where's Charlie, Mrs. Carroll said. Uh, I thought he might just come back because he's a house cat. I was worrying. Unbeknown to the driver of the vehicle, Charlie had been traveling with them. After finding him squeezed into the engine space, he was passed to JJ's cat and kitten rescue based in Blythe and Morpeth, who issued an appeal for the owners to come forward. But it was not until she was alerted by friends that Mrs. Carroll was aware that the cat had been found. Uh, yeah, forty she, miles away. That's not going to be obvious. You're not going to see that easily, are you? No, of course. Um, she was with the family. So she was with the whole family. I've I've totally misread that. Um, she said the whole family were taken by surprise. Adding, I just wanted to get him back home. We're still in shock that he went all the way there after being checked over. He travelled back to Sunderland that day. This time in the passenger seat of a car. Joanne Stewart, who uh, who helps run JJ's Cat and Kit and Rescue, says he was he was delighted to. Uh, reunite Charlie with his family, and just in case, so, and it just shows the power of social media. So that's a happy little cat story. It um, is. It is. Uh, that is the cat news power hour. Um, I remember when I was young, um, we had two cats uh, called Whisper and Crunchy after the chocolate. Um, and <laughs> what's very funny was our cats were like had the lowest brown names on the street because you had like the neighbor on the one side of us who had cats that were named after like shakespearean characters like shylock and esmere and glad um
1: of course and then
0: another neighbor on the other side who had cats that were named after like gypsy folklore And it's like mm-hmm. that that's really cool and then there's us with whisper and crunchy who were fucking idiots to say the <laughs> least um
1: i love whisper and crunchy <laughs> whisper's favorite
0: activity in the mornings used to be to climb up the conservatory roof and because it was like a Perspect's pvc thing she couldn't get a grip so she would just slide down so we would just see her paws and a belly sliding down the perspect (laughs) every morning several times (laughs) while she tried to break the seal on the conservatory roof Um, i love that for her but one day whisper ran away and she was gone for like two weeks and we were convinced that she had just run off and been killed somewhere but then what then she just racked up in the porch one day very thin and very dirty we reckon she got trapped in someone's garage but she just racked up one day
1: wow okay you ever lost a pet like that or (laughs) i've lost lots of pets in lots of ways that's sad i don't want to talk about it (laughs) Um, i I did once um i've got two lost pet stories that are quite funny actually um i used to keep snakes and one of these snakes went missing um Fun fact, if you don't close their vivarium properly, they get out. Wild, right? My sisters didn't know that. Um, uh, so my pet snake, Cookie, escaped. Um, was it Cookie or was it Fluffy? I think it was Cookie. Uh, Cookie escaped. And um, one day, uh, like literally like three, maybe four months later, we assumed Cookie was dead or just gone or whatever, you know. Snakes don't really come home. They're not like that. Um corn snakes for the record uh i was in my room just like on my computer i like, playing team fortress two probably and i look down into the corner of my room and just see two eyes staring up at me and there's fucking cookie just looking up at me um hadn't seen him for months obviously we posit he'd been living under my floorboards maybe and like living off of caught mice or something um but yeah so that that's one pet story that was kind of weird the other oh. one is um uh, when I first got Cthulhu, uh, my my baby, um, he went missing, and we couldn't find him. And we assumed that uh, at this point in time, Cookie was not found. This is kind of like overlapping timelines. We assumed Cookie may be found and ate the kitten. Um, snakes will do that, unfortunately. Sure. Um, turns out that... Um, uh, the the mother of the cats had put all of the kittens, and to this day, no idea fucking how, up into a bag on top of like the highest cupboards in the kitchen, and there were just like these five kittens just up like literally like these these shelves must be like ten foot maybe more high, um like the cat can have to get up there when she's nimble and jumping up, but she'd carried all of her kittens up there uh, and like just like nested them and hid them up there, uh, which is really dangerous. If they would have fell, they would have died. Um, they were a pain to get down, especially with her being so protective of them. It was really weird. Uh, but, yeah, it took us like two days to find them up there. We thought they were just gone. Um,
0: we had uh, Phoebe. I don't know if you ever met my dog, Phoebe.
1: I did meet Phoebe, yes.
0: Yeah, Phoebe was a gem. We absolutely loved her. Uh, mm-hmm. And my brother has this dog, Bailey. Uh, and mm-hmm. we love Bailey, but he's an idiot and he's cute and he knows it. So he gets away with a lot of stuff. And, uh, one, and so after a while, when my eldest brother was living in Bristol, we ended up giving Phoebe to my brother. Um, just he was in a much better position to look after them. And so they had two dogs and they would occasionally come up to Birmingham. And there was one time where Phoebe was very old and very senile, and we could not find her anywhere in the house, and like we saw the front door was like slightly ajar. and we were like, "Oh no, she's like deaf and blind as well. Do you Come remember there. Poppins in yeah uh,
1: yeah I, I was just thinking about Poppins. Is,
0: yeah, it's like Poppins. And um so my mum and I got in the car and we drove around several blocks looking for her because she would just she wouldn't normally go far, but she's old and senile, so who knows? Um, yeah, and my brother and his wife were looking around the house, and we're driving around shouting Phoebe out the window. And so, eventually, we come back uh, to the house to be to be like, we can't find her. And there, stood on the drive, is my brother and his wife holding Phoebe, being like, "Hey, we gotta open the door." And Bailey ran and ran, basically. <laughs> <from the
1: town>. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> it's <just> fucking stupid. <laughs> Oh, Tim, want to jump in the time machine? Yeah,
0: we should jump in the time machine.
1: The year here is 947, Tim. The game is, in the year of 947... There would have been a Catwoman, according to the rules of this movie, uh, the Cat in History. Uh, what, what, what was Catwoman like in year nine hundred and forty-seven? What was she doing? What were, what was her goals and aspirations? What did she want to be as a kid before she grew up to be Catwoman? There is uh, not much here. No, it's year nine hundred and forty-seven, dude. Uh,
0: all right. You entertain the audience. I'm going to look over this.
1: Oh, I forgot what we were up to in the story. Lay the I... grass. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, so he counted every every uh, blade of grass, and, and he said, okay, can I be a monk? And the monk said, sorry, no. Um, you also need to know exactly how many grains of sand are on the planet. So the man, he went all around the planet, and he counted every single grain of sand. Sometimes there would be uh, a sandstorm, and there'd be more. Sometimes it would get turned into glass, and there'd be less. And it took him years and years and years and years, but eventually he did find out exactly how many grains of sand was on the planet Earth.
0: I think I have something. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, again, I don't have an exact month or date, but I've got Al Masadi, a Arab historian and geographer, completes his large-scale works of The Meadows of Gold and the Mines of Gems, a historical uh, oh. account of the beginning of the world starting with Adam and Eve. Now, I don't think Catwoman was real here, but I think oh. that he wrote of, like, some folklore or myth from what from a culture that he's researched, and okay. that's inspired someone to become Catwoman.
1: Interesting. So we, we, we got a copycat.
0: Kind of. Kind See, why of. I did
1: that? See why I did that? See I did that I did. I Cop- did. Copycat, because she's a cat.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep, got got that. Yep.
1: Yeah. Cool. Uh, Good. W- Want to look at Letbox?
0: <laughs> yeah, let's have a look at Letbox. I haven't even written my review yet.
1: Uh, neither have I. I've got to put my review up still. Did you post
0: your review from when we were in Birmingham?
1: I, I, I forgot to. I'll have to edit it in when I go back and listen to the episode. Uh, um,
0: hang on. Where is Catwoman? Uh,
1: Catwoman. Cat planet. Cat planet, planet, cat planet. Yeah, cat- we're on the planet, planet of the cats. And we got to explore the cats to find the planet.
0: Right. Here we go. That is a, For anyone who understands that reference, well done. Um, yeah, thank you. So, oh, what's, what's happened to my week 39 review? Did it not get posted? There was bad internet in that hotel, dude. <sighs> okay, I guess week 39's lost for it. No, wait, I remember what it was. I'm going to re- I'm gonna write it down real quick. Week 39 of 52. Uh, Catwoman uh, is infinitely... No, nope, infinitely less watchable on a Steam Deck.
1: Oh, yeah, that was it, wasn't it? <laughs> yes.
0: Um, no star changes. And then uh, week... 40 of 52, you lucky lot, you're getting double things, uh, I am gonna say uh, Tom Lone really knows how to fuck up some evidence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really
0: does. Uh, star change from 1.5 to 1.
1: Watch 14, Cat in the wall, huh? 5 stars. Is that it? Yep. Alright, fine. (laughs) Calendar wall, changed to five stars.
0: Alright, yep. Oh, yep, there it is. It's just updated. (laughs) 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 Alright, let's find a five star review and get out of here. Do you want to do plugs and I'll look for the review this week?
1: Uh, Yeah, sure. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of The Fanatics, where me and my best friend Tim get together once a week, every week, and watch Halle Berry's Catwoman from 2004. Shout out to many of my co-workers who have started listening to this podcast on account of me shilling it to them recently. I'm so sorry. Um, You can find me uh, basically everywhere at Tech Waifu, uh, most especially Blue Sky right now, um, and Instagram. Blue Sky Instagram are where I mostly post. Um, I'm also on Tumblr, but I mostly just simp for my partner on there. It's probably not entertaining to you. Um, you can also watch my streams at IRPK and it's also my GitHub name if you ever care about what I do coding wise. Uh yeah, that's me. Um Timothy Fitzgerald, you can find at Wembembo basically everywhere. Uh also Blue Sky now, because he got an invite from some really kind soul. No what? idea how he got that. Yeah. Um when Bembo basically everywhere, you can also listen to his other podcast, video game club. Uh sorry, game club pod, where they review where oh, they review video games once a month, not too dissimilar from a book club. Once a month, once every two weeks?
0: Once every two weeks.
1: Once every two weeks, not too dissimilar from a book a book club. You can also listen to their side podcast on there, two blokes from Blighty, where him and his brother get together and they just shoot the shit about living in Birmingham. You can also listen to the other side podcast there, between two parts, hosted by Slade, where they get a lot of podcast collaboration over there you can find all of that on the game club Pod, uh spotify uh or wherever you get your podcasts uh, how's that do tim uh really good actually that was a that
0: was a lot of positive stuff it makes you realize how much we actually do over a game club pod
1: yeah it's really good
0: uh cool i have uh got a number of five star reviews but i've got three here that i'd like to highlight sorry four
1: Oh, I wow, try, like, four. like yep. I usually, I usually like, hold on to the good ones for like next week, so I know I've got something, but you're going to go all out with this. Yeah, th-
0: there is four reviews that all come from this week. Okay. Um, all five stars, and they're all one sentence. So okay. I just thought it'd be fun to go through a little quickfire one. We've got one from yep. uh, Quintutan, it's spelled Q-U-1-N-T-U-T-A-N. Um, Quintutan. And uh, that one says... Uh, that that whole superhero montage building scene did something to my brain
1: <laughs> yeah that was definitely a thing
0: we've got one from Moo Moo uh, and it says I love this stupid fucking movie <laughs> same Moo Moo same uh, there's one here from Yo Jin uh, that says Halle Berry rubbing catnip on herself took me out <laughs> yeah and uh, the next one here is from Be Brave Be You uh, and it says Sat uh, it says, Sally, no one was looking at your pink top, girl.
1: Yes, I was. Yes, I was, Sally. You ignore them. You <laughs>
0: ignore them,
1: Sally. I was looking.
0: There is also one here from Oh God, It's Phil that says, this is the greatest movie of all time and the reason I am gay and get to do gay things.
1: <laughs> you know what, Phil? We
0: yeah. love that for you. All right. Well, you know what, Phil? i You do you. (laughs) No,
1: I'm so happy for you. Like, if this movie empowers at least one gay person to just do gay things, fuck yeah, that's what we want. Absolutely, more gay people doing more gay things.
0: Yeah. Um. There's also one here. Sorry, I'm finding a bunch as I'm looking at the screen. Should have let Petov make it R-rated. Let patients say fuck. That's from Lee. Let
1: patients say fuck. (laughs) alright cool well should we call it an episode here yeah let's call it there thank you all so much for listening and we will see you all next week for more of whatever this shit is yep
0: see you for week 41 everyone that means there is 11 watches to go
1: that's insane yeah we're we're
0: nearly done we're nearly done nearly done alright see you next week everyone
1: toodles bye friends bye